Welcome to this Triangle webinar for Monday, November 13th, 2023. My name is Mintse van der Velde and I'm speaking from Geneva. Vincent Klaasens, who will speak from Brussels, will join me in a minute. As most of you know, these regular monthly Triangle webinars have two major goals, both of which seek to strengthen the planetary network. First, to have a space where existing Triangles members can come together to share in a meditative visualization in support of the Triangles work and to hear reflections and share ideas about world service through the power of thought from different Triangles co-workers. And second, to introduce new people to Triangles and hopefully stimulate the formation of new Triangles. We will begin with some introductory remarks about triangles and the use of the Great Invocation. Then we will work with a visualization on that Great Invocation, which regular participants in this webinar are familiar with. This will be followed by a talk of our guest, Vincent, who will talk about triangles in psychosynthesis. And we will conclude with a Triangles webinar meditation energizing the planetary network of Triangles. If you are new to Triangles, welcome. And even if you are not new to Triangles, it doesn't harm to reflect a bit about the basic principles of Triangles so that your daily practicing of it remains vibrant and doesn't become a routine like any other routine of daily life. The Triangles Network is made up of individuals around the planet who come from different spiritual backgrounds and share a common belief in the powerful role that meditation, prayer and invocation can play in the creation of a better world. The name Triangles is significant at many levels. After all, the Triangle, the Three as One, is one of the most fundamental symbols in almost all spiritual and esoteric traditions. The Triangle Network consists of groups of three people who agree to link in thought every day, visualizing themselves as a triangle of light and together invoking energies of light and goodwill. Normally we do that by sounding the Great Invocation. Each triangle is part of the global network of triangles. The lighted energy of divinity that are invoked are visualized as flowing out from each triangle through the network of triangles and into the world of human consciousness, strengthening all that is good and true and beautiful in the world. The network has been built over many decades and can be seen as a strong, well-established, potent structure in the etheric <coughs> and energetic body of humanity and the planet, through which spiritual energies flow into the consciousness of humanity to touch all those hearts and minds that are open to spiritual stimulation. Triangles workers come from different spiritual traditions. What unites them is their use of the great invocation and the willingness to use the power of thought in service of humanity. The work is organized and structured. It depends on the regular participation of Triangle's partners 
in the simple daily act of alignment with the three points of the triangle and the use of the great invocation. The network does not need to be synchronized. In other words, there is no need for the three points in a triangle to link up at the same time or to be physically together. If you are new to this work and respond to this idea of planetary service, you might like to consider forming a triangle. Or, if you are already a member of triangles, you might consider forming another. Thus, more spiritual energy will be released into our world. And this is especially true of those who are already conscious treading a spiritual path and developing skills in work with the lighted, loving energy of the soul or higher self. There is information on the Triangles website www.triangles.org about how to form a triangle, including a section where you can form a triangle online by entering your details and inviting others to contact you to form a triangle. Let me share some thoughts about service and the plan. What actually are the most important things in life to us? We would all agree that it's not about material things, even though freedom from want is an essential right. Most of us would also agree that the purpose of human living is related more to the expansion of consciousness, the growth of understanding and responsiveness to the spirit rather than to the expansion of our bank balance or the growth of our possessions. Many people, however, do not feel they have really been of service unless they have done something tangible and met a physical need. Physical needs are so obvious, so real and often so pressing that men and women of goodwill respond almost automatically. Fortunately, human progress brought us to a situation where in places of war or urgent conflict Humanitarian aid often is rapidly available. We can see the results from this service, since many give us satisfaction, which may us give us satisfaction. Let me be clear, the physical needs of the majority of the human family cry out for attention and are still inadequately served. They need more attention, not less. And yet, isn't it a tragedy with grave consequences for the future that humanity's need of mind and heart and spirit do not evoke the same degree of urgent and spontaneous response as physical need? In the polarized world of today, the need for vision, for goodwill and understanding, for light and a deeper awareness of what life is really about, is supremely important. We are told that the plan is in essence light and love and the will to good, and it is for these energies above, above all, that we that need exist today. What is happening in the world today is the working out of ideas. The path of those who would serve humanity by bringing in the newer ideas and the higher and intangible values is a pioneering and a difficult one. The turmoil of today is because humanity has caught a new vision and is responding to new ideas. 
Herein lies a particularly fruitful field of service for the individual Triangles member. It is also a field of service for the network as a whole, since the network should provide a, a sounding board or a mental radar net to pick up the newer ideas as they emerge from the universal mind and take shape as the divine plan and are thus shared into human consciousness. We are told that service is a spontaneous result of soul contact. Service performed as a duty, as something that we ought to do, is not true service, though it may be useful. It is an inner call which we have to respond and which we, see, we should seek. Let me conclude these, uh, these short thoughts with a, a quote from Kofi Annan, former Secretary General of the UN. You are never too young to lead and never too old to learn. We will now go to, into our visualization, a reflection on the Great Invocation. I think there should be a slide. Yes. Link in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light, with all those people throughout the world who are part of the Triangle Service work. Visualize the world situation as best you can and see people everywhere glowing with a dim light and here and there points of brighter light where men and women of spiritual intention and of loving hearts are working for their fellow human beings. Then visualize through the creative imagination the vivid light of the spiritual kingdom streaming towards humanity and slowly merging with the light which is already in humanity.
we say the first stanza of the adapted great invocation from the point of light within the mind of god let light stream forth into human minds let light descend on earth Then ponder upon the reappearance of the coming world teacher. Realize that no matter by what name he may be called in the many world religions, he is still the same great identity. Reflect and speculate upon the possible results of his appearance. Then we say the second stanza of the great invocation from the point of love within the heart of God. Let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth.
then endeavor to concentrate your fixed intention to serve and to spread love in your surroundings and realize that insofar as can do these things you are attempting to blend your personal will with the divine will. Then say stanza three of the invocation. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. We conclude by sounding the Om, dedicating the threefold personality to the working out of the divine plan. Thank you. So we will go now over to Brussels where Vincent Clausens will give a short talk about triangles of energy in psychosynthesis. Vincent, you have the floor. Hello, Mills. Uh, and first of all, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share some ideas about psychosynthesis. I suppose you can see the first slide, it's okay? We do. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to talk about the triangles of energies in psychosynthesis. And it will be a process going from duality to unity. Uh, my talk will not be so esoteric. Even if, I, if we can guess the expression of the seven rays in the example I'm going 
to, to explain. My, pur my purpose is to focus on the manifestation on the psychological level. I will take the viewpoint of psychosynthesis. That is the vision of Roberto Assagioli, the founder of this psychological method of personal and spiritual development, education, and therapy. Uh, sorry, I tried to change the slide. Just a minute. Yeah, okay. To live in the manifested world implies the condition of duality. So our lives are made of a large number of polarities. A polarity is a relationship between two elements. This relation is never absolute, but relative to a particular pair of opposites. The same element can be positive in its relation to a certain, a certain pole and negative in its relation to another. Let's think about qualities like warm and cold, and we can easily conceive the relativity of these sensations to a type of organism. Moreover, we have to keep in mind that there is no strict separation between two opposites, but a gradual relation that conducts from one pole to another. When we observe the day and the night, the transition from dark to light is clearly gradual. The dual structure of the universe covers several levels. First, on the physical level, there is the polarity between the positive and negative poles in the atom. On emotional level, in the field of the emotions and feelings, we find a lot of those dualities which are familiar to human beings, like pleasure and pain, excitement, depression, sadness and joy, etc. On the mental level, there is the polarity between the analytical activity of the concrete mind and the synthetic operation of the abstract intelligence. Another important polarity that we distinguish in psychosynthesis is between the personal and transpersonal levels of the psyche. That means the process is divided into personal synthesis, that is to say the integration of the, of the elements that compose the psychological area of an individual, and then transpersonal synthesis, that is the con con conscious relationship with the spiritual self and the fusion with the eye, the center of consciousness. At the basis of the triangle, we find two poles. Remember that the polarities we will see concerns the personal level. At the top, we find a third element, a point of synthesis, which is transpersonal. The law of polarity implies a driving force that is the cause of the movement from one pole of opposite to the other extreme. But with the conscious experience of life, we can slowly find a middle point, a point of balance 
from which a narrow path leads us to the top. To hold this path, humility and courage are required. In this talk, I will describe seven ways of accomplishment, seven psychosynthesis, seven ways to link the personal level to the spiritual self throughout a transpersonal journey. First, let's start with a famous distinction in psychology, which is once again another psychic polarity. It is between introverted and extroverted. These are two words we hear very often, even from people who don't know Carl Jung, the psychologist who has described these two tendencies. Extravert means that the attention and the interest of the individual is directed in the objective world. Introverted people are more inclined to live in the subjective world. Ambivert means the ability to direct the focus in either on introvert or extravert direction according to the purpose we follow. Now I would like to introduce the concept of subpersonalities, that is, secondary identities which exist in our psychic world. Before the 20th century, the American philosopher William James has already described what, what he called the various social selves linked to the world we play in society. In other words, subpersonalities are identity patterns derived from important relationships that take form of social images and of self-images, sorry, and social world. Some of them are natural identity patterns that emerge throughout a personal's life, for instance, child, adolescent, young adult, etc. Moreover, subpersonalities emerge in response, in response to family relations, like father, mother, son, doctor, etc. They are also linked to psychological elements like inferiority or superiority complex, social mask, ideals models, etc. Each subpersonality is made up of a set of, of a set of attitudes, behaviors, habits, and beliefs. Sometimes the subpersonalities are in conflict into our unconscious. In a certain way, we can understand the Arjuna's experience on the battlefield depicted in the Hindu text called the Bhagavad Gita as a conflict between our subpersonalities. When an uh, inner conflict emerges in, in our lives, we feel a twinge inside ourselves, a kind of psychological crisis that requires a conscious and determined action from our part to create a new balance. This is a stage of the process of synthesis. We can be involved in that process by using the disidentification technique. Why is it so important? 
because we are dominated by everything with which ourself is identified. We can dominate and control everything from which we disidentify ourselves. Now we are going to see how to create harmony when two poles are in conflict. First, we have to become aware of a subpersonality and its opposite. Secondly, we adopt the attitude of a detached, neutral observer, listening to both parties to understand the needs underlying each of them. Third, we perceive compatibilities and make compromises in order to satisfy the subpersonalities fairly. The opposite poles are adjusted from an intermediate center, either by reducing the amplitude of the oscillations between the two extremes to get closer to the point of balance where starts the middle path, or by consciously directing the alternation so that the result is harmonious. And finally, we create the synthesis by a higher principle which transforms sublimates and reabsorbs the two poles into a higher reality. The egg diagram is the representation of the psyche designed by Asajeli. It helps us to visualize the geography of the unconscious. As we can see, there is three levels, lower, middle, and higher unconscious. The subpersonalities can only be understood in relation to the self, the central core in the center of the egg, that is the subject in the person, around which the subpersonalities can be integrated. Asajali defines it at, as the point of pure self-awareness and will. We are not the different roles we play we are playing in life, but we are the witness the observer, and the directing agent. The personal self is the agent that can be trained to regulate and guide all the manifold roles and character traits from the detached center of awareness. But very often we are not in a position to do so in the world of realities because we are immersed in our emotions, thoughts, desires, and roles as parents, lovers, or a job function. The over-identification is a source of conflict and crisis. There are three kinds of them, psychic conflicts, moral conflicts, and spiritual conflicts, with their correspondent crisis. In a certain way, Arjuna was confronted to all of them. In my book, La, in my book, La Mosaic de l'Etre, I have defined several laws about subpersonalities. Let's see the first one. A subpersonality generally coexists with an opposite pole. One way to summarize this law about pairs of opposites is to say that extremes attract themselves or that one subpersonality can hide another, its complementary opposites. 
very often it is hidden in the unconscious. Knowing this, we can use an already identified subpersonality to discover what this inverse double is, and thus bring to, bring to light the existence of a pair of opposites within ourselves. In this process, the function of the conscious eye aligned with the transpersonal self will be to find the balance between the opposites and help the, persona the personality to stand in the middle. Here we can see some examples of opposites, like the judge, if we explore the unconscious, we will find its opposite pole, that is the culprit, etc. Let's continue with the second law. From the interaction of opposites, a new element can emerge. Asa Jolie has given many examples to illustrate this law in the form of a triangle. For instance, the pair of opposites optimistics and pessimistic, the balance point on the same level as the characteristic of the practical realism. When the personal self is aligned on the spiritual self, it can follow a transpersonal way and reach the clear vision of the reality, which is the gift of the higher self. We see another example on the next slide. It's about the intellectual depth on one hand and the dogmatism on the other hand. If we reduce the expression of these two poles, we find the common sense. This is possible from the center of consciousness by the active resolution of the personal self to ponder rationally when facing intellectual problems about reality and truth. And when the light of the spiritual self guides the lower self, intuitive insights can flourish and lead to a spiritual understanding that is qualified by synthesis. Here is needed the mastery of the mind and its tendency to reply limited and partial thought forms. Now let's continue with another kind of triangles related to the seven rays, which draw seven ways of transpersonal accomplishment or spiritual realization. The first is the way of will that is expressed in our world by the way of heroism. The way of love is the way of enlightenment. The way of action, also called by Asajoli, the way of regenerative ethics. The way of beauty, about the fourth way, is the way of aesthetics. The way of science is the way of knowledge. The devotional way, the way of, the, of mysticism. And the ceremonial way, the way of ritual or dance. Now we can illustrate the seven ways of and their correspondent subpersonalities which incarnate the lower and higher qualities of the seven rays. The first rays Ray is about the energy of will that is expressed by the manager, 
able to direct employees, guide them in their work in order to achieve the goals defined by the board of directors. The pioneer is more extroverted. His qualities of bravery and boldness lead him to discover new ideas, new ways, new territories. As example, just think about Lindbergh, who was the first pilot to travel across the Atlantic. In this case, he was also heroic because he faced death during the exploit. And he lived a transpersonal experience during the end of the flight. Another remark remarkable example is incarnated by Nelson Mandela, who sacrificed his personal life with a view to achieving equality for human and social rights in a context of apartheid. Let's see the second way with the love quality incarnated by the sensitive type. At the basis of the triangle, we find the guide on the introverted side and the caregiver on the extroverted side. The first can act in the profession of psychotherapist or a counselor, for instance. The other can be a social worker or a nursery. It's a way going from empathy to love. Thanks to detachment, the emotional sensitivity can be transmuted in intuition. This illuminated understanding gives a deeper help to the person. The true spiritual teacher are able to offer this kind of guidance. On the next slide, we see the mental type represented by the thinker or philosopher. On the other pole, the strategist, more extroverted in his view, seeking to apply his idea in the manifested world in order to get results. On the top, we find the genius, an exception in this in his field of research. He brings new light on complex intellectual problems and so he offers clarity, which make the finding of solutions more simple. The next one is the creative type represented by the aesthetic, quite sensi sensitive to all forms of beauty and the transformist, more extroverted, which is able to play with his look in, a, in an amazing show. On the top, we find the great artists like Amadeus Mozart or Beethoven, who reached the highest peak of music to offer in timeless masterpiece a celestial vibration to humanity. The fifth ray gives the rational type. It can be the investigator spending a lot of time for a scientific research, or the technician able to create a new machine or to invent a technology that can revolutionize our daily, li daily lives. On the upper level, there is the explorer who discovers the truth. And so he expanded the field of knowledge in a specific area. Albert Einstein is a famous example. The devotional type is represented by the idealist, the advocate de devoted to the rights of a client and claiming for justice. 
Martin Luther King was the kind of passionate advocate for civil rights. And more than that, he reached and indicated a spiritual vision to the world. This promised land is still a highlight for the following relation for the following generations. And finally, we finish with the practical type. It can be an orchestrator or legislator who built a law. And on the other side, it can be an organizer or a manager conducting a project to the final realization. On the top, we see the creator, quite original, who can build, for instance, a building for innovative, very innovative in the architecture. A nice example is Gaudi, who created a cathedral with forms and structure that we have never seen before. Thanks for your attention. And that's it. Okay, thank you very much, Vincent, for this inspiring talk. Um, if you have any questions, please, you can try to raise your hand. Nowadays, there is a button in your Zoom toolbar if you want to share any thoughts, or you can put them in the chat. We don't see any hands raised. Listening to your talk, Vincent, I, I have one, uh, one or two questions myself. Um, yeah. It it seems a lot about um, what you say is about uh, resolution of conflict of bringing two poles together. Yeah. We, have just, we have just here had a, that's one of the things of being here in Geneva. Uh, we have had a, a peace week. That's a whole week where it, which is dedicated to peace, which is a basis for conflict resolution. Um, it was not by chance that I gave this quote from Kofi Annan. It was one of the concluding remarks also of a, of a beautiful talk in the, the, the conclusion of this Peace Week. My question is, is this kind of approach, this kind of um, way of thinking, is this already applicable or is, has it already been applied in practical conflict resolution? Um, it's applied in psychosynthesis session, actually, <laughs> but um, it's not only a therapy or a group uh, session. I mean, it's also about education and also about nations and communities. So, yes, it could be applied in a larger level, uh, like uh, non-violence techniques are applied in in conflicts, I mean, in Afghanistan or things like that. So, yeah, it's possible, actually. But in my view, uh, the conflicts start in our inner world. So <laughs> we have to apply it uh, by ourselves, like with different kind of techniques to transmute that kind of element and find a balance inside ourselves. And then it's 
it's sharing into the world. Okay, well, I certainly agree. It it, it starts in the inner world, but okay. Yeah. We have a hand raised by, by David Trice. Shall we try to unmute David? Can you, can you unmute? Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear yes. you. Okay. okay. Yes, um, there is a prayer that's put out by Alice Bailey. I can't remember what book it is from, but I remember it clearly because I use it all the time. And it goes like this. Let reality govern my every thought and truth be the master of my life. I find it's very helpful to tell my way out of uh, panic and confusion. And I hope maybe everybody else will be able to use this. I'll put it in the chat box so people can copy it. Thank you, Vincent. Very good. Very thank good you. presentation. Okay, thank you very much, uh, David, for this uh, for this contribution. If there are no more questions or urgent thoughts to share, then I suggest that we uh, conclude with our triangle webinar. Uh, thank you, by the way, uh, Vincent, for this. Uh, thank you. Discussion again. And we will conclude with the Triangles webinar meditation, energizing the planetary network of triangles. We come together as a group unity on the mental plane. We identify as a soul with the world group functioning through three planetary centers, London, Geneva, and New York, as a triangle of light. Extend identification through the soul to the new group of world servers, to the hierarchy and to the Christ, the transcendent point of synthesis at the center of every triangle, and to the triangle of energies standing behind the Christ. Then identify the center of Shambhala, the center of purpose and power.
recognized the synthesis of three streams of cosmic energy within Shambhala, where the will of God is known, using the dedication in the center of the will of God I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. And visualize a network of lighted triangles underlying the entire outer world of physical life and events. See the network linking all triangle units and relating all points of light throughout the world. Relating the world of spiritual realities, the hierarchy, to the world of experience, humanity. And acting as a channel of distribution within humanity for the spiritual energies pouring through the hierarchy. And we see the network transforming the planetary etheric vehicle to receive and circulate the energies of the soul and the triad, will, love, light.
Realize that the energies of light, love, and the will to good, evoked by all triangle workers, pulsating through the planetary network of triangles, are having an inevitable effect within the three worlds, mental, emotional, and etheric, of human evolution, lifting human consciousness, and helping to create a path of light for the feet of the Christ. Then we reflect on the purpose, function, and right development of the Triangles Network as an hierarchical activity. Blended with the group, stand with positive intent as a station of radiant light within the network of light and goodwill.
we sound the adapted great invocation directing the triple energies through the triangles network and throughout the consciousness of humanity from the point of light within the mind of god let light stream forth into human minds let light descend on earth from the point of love within the heart of god let love stream forth into human hearts may the coming one return to earth from the center where the will of god is known let purpose guide all little human wills the purpose which the masters know and serve from the center which we call the human race let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells let light and love and power restore the plan on earth Thank you very much for your particip participation. Thanks again for Vincent for his contribution. We look forward to meeting you again. Uh, there are several announcements, as you can see. There is the Sagittarius full moon, which will be uh, observed in the three headquarters, London, Geneva, and New York, November 26th on Sunday. There will be a goodwill meditation group webinar on Wednesday, November 29th at the various times which you see on your screen. And finally, we hope to see you again at the Triangles Medication, the next Triangle Meditations group webinar on Monday, December 11th. Thank you very much. <laughs>